Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Oh, Amy. Oh, hey, Amy. There are two things on my mind. Oh, good. You could ask me if I could right. just preempt this. You could ask me what's giving me joy, or you okay. could ask me what's obsessing me because right. that's kind of modern life, isn't it? Trying to get yes. pleasure, being obsessed by stuff, uh, rumination, good, yes, experience. Yes, good, good summary. Let's go. Righto. What is bringing you joy, Jerry? Oh, the thing that always brings me joy. Okay, it's what? really not too exciting. But there's oh. two things that spring into my mind that give me joy. Okay. One is how many items of Uniqlo I am wearing. I knew. Um, I knew you were going to say Uniqlo. I knew that. I knew it. Anyway, keep going with your Uniqlo. <laughs> Uh, I am wearing yes. three items of Uniqlo. Oh, good, um, good, and good. my particular favourite item of Uniqlo is the puffy vest. You the do, puffy yes, vest. yes. I, I put yes. to you, yes. I put to you, the puffy vest <laughs> is the fashion equivalent of the mullets. It is keeps the torso warm, doesn't it? While the yes. arms are ready to party. That's, and it's it's sort of a fashion forward move, and it it covers a lot of eels. I'm I'm telling you, the puffer jacket. You know, it makes a lot of things look smooth. Mm, and also, you can just sort of walk around in your puffy vest. I I, I think puffy vest more than puffy jacket. I think okay, I think they're right. very, puffy vest, I think no they're vest. overlapping yes. yet very different Sorry. constructs. Yes, thank you for uh, thank you for that detail. It, it's yes. very Degrassi. It's very Degrassi. It is the, the puffy vest. It's <laughs> it very Degrassi. Degrassi is yes. Degrassi Junior High, if anyone is wondering what that reference is, it's, so, it's sort of it's an aged reference. Canadian, dark, very, yes. very dark. Bad were, things it, happened. Eighties, there was denim floating around and weird perms and um, earrings. I remember Ooh. there was a lot of da- yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, we're off track. Why are we are we back Ooh, to joy? I dare tonight? you to sing the song. Yes, uh, no, I can't even remember it. Um, there was Grange Hill was also another high school young person's ABC special. Great, great. Yes, but I, they, I, they yeah. wore uniforms, so they we don't did. really they have the know. ability no, to good point. channel that fashion. So okay, back yeah. to Uniqlo. Yeah, what what other do you want to talk about? The other items of Uniqlo that you're wearing. I know it brings you a certain. I don't know what I'll, I'll pop my finger on it in a minute. A, a thrill. Jerry, it's a thrill it is. to talk it's about you. Yes, it's it a, is. It's a cheap thrill. It. It's a cheap thrill. Yes. And it's just the yes. abundance of cheap do, do, clothing. Do you also iron your sheets, Jerry? Are you are you one of those people who gets caught up in sheet ironing? Uh, I I'm not, but I like to iron, and I oh, feel vaguely. I'm a feminist, but I do like to iron, uh, and I oh, feel vaguely God. suspicious you're, you're the one. <laughs> of people who, who don't iron. People who are like, oh, I never iron. I don't even iron iron. Right, oh. right. I'll just leave. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I'm into drip drying. I don't mind cotton material, but Jerry, there you can waste your life in so many more creative ways than ironing. Um, I I don't really think I can. You, you, okay, I love this about you. So you're a closet ironer, right? 
Right. Yeah. Noted. No, I, noted. I iron as needed. I iron as needed. And perhaps it is okay. perfectionism. I no, don't know what, no I, you like things in order. I'm detecting this about you. You're, you've got you've got a high high um, preference for order. Anyway, back to the Uniqlo because you, I get you excited and then I sneakily take away the joy and then we bring it back. I'm sort of conducting some kind of abuse here maybe. I'm trying to Don't sneakily <laughs> take away my joy. No, anyway, back back to So we've got, we've got a puffer jacket and what else have we got on today? Uh, some uh, oh. glorious heat tech socks. Oh, and gosh. when I bought my gosh, that's exciting. Yes, I right. became overexcited, perhaps Did even you? tipping into mania. Yes, oh, I, yes. I, I tried to give the person who showed me where the heat tech socks were another customer an Australia oh. Day award. I said, Give that Did woman you? an Australia Day award. <laughs> um, so what? Well, that's very patriotic am I, for you. Yeah, am I cheapening yes. the Australian Day Award? I don't think I am. I think I, I am only elevating it, it more. Yes, 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 elevating ele- it. Elevating the, yes. the um, thrill. Oh, if you can so help funny. a fellow Aussie at Uniqlo find yes. something, that you got needs your... to be so that's the, recognised. The, so this is the second item of Uniqlo clothing. What, what else have you got? You said you had three on. Did you have three uh, a long sleeve t shirt oh. in cocoa brown and a budget heat tech fleece? So that's my wow. four items. Gosh, you're a star and you're thrilled with yourself. Look at you. I am absolutely, absolutely thrilled. thrilled. Yes. <laughs> but do you want to tell me what I'm a, do you want me to tell you what I'm obsessed by? Because I am mm. so excited. It's not I do. just the Uniqlo. I'm, no, I know Uniqlo that, is always yes. enough. Uh, I had to but, contain myself, but I'm I'm able to just do a bit of mindfulness and I'm there. Okay, all right. Yes, right. Go. So right, what right. I'm obsessed by is a young person in the profession oh. Oh. might almost certainly will be coming into my life. And I have to teach the young person or share with the young person. Oh, yes. I mean, I young don't even person. have the right verb. No, um, no not well. Facilitate, supervise, facilitate, encourage, motivate, inspire, (laughs) Um, direct, guide, yes, all that good stuff. Yeah, thank you, human thesaurus. Uh, So there's a young person. Yeah, good. Oh, we've got a young person coming. Good, good. What I've done in preparation, right, because I want to nurture the young person and and help them, uh, but the young person has to find me credible enough to listen to. So I've, I've I've looked up. I've done a little bit of research here, and I've looked right. up what the young people yes, say. Yes, what do they? What what are okay. they saying at the moment? So this is what the young people say, and my aim is to sort of pop this into the conversation. Just saying, just slip of, it in hey, casually. Yeah, like, just okay. slip it in casually. Yeah. Okay. Casually, so like young you know people things. say, yes. "This what ain't saying? it, chief." Chief. Oh, right, jeez. This ain't it, chief. Yeah, I ain't. So they've become Americans recently. Okay, yeah. Um, Or I don't know about that, chief. Perhaps you could say as a sort of chief. Chief. Oh, Oh, gee. All right. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. No, write that down. The other thing the young people allegedly say is big yikes. Do they? 
what do they mean when they say big yacht? Internet. I hope you're not insinuating that someone on the internet is wrong. wrong. No, no, not at all. I mean, because they never all the way. No, no. So, um, so what does big yikes mean? I can't, I feel a bit wrong saying it. Big yikes means what? Freak out? Yeah, or hey, oh, stop hey. it. Yes, I don't know what big yikes means. Okay, uh, right. well, we don't, we're not, well, we better work that out before we use it with the young people. They might, might twig that we're not onto them, but all right, okay. The other thing <laughs> I've noticed young people say is they'll yeah. say, it's a lot. They do say that. I have heard that. It's a lot. It, it seems like life is, a, well, it is a lot. Yes, all right. <laughs> the young people are right. <laughs> They're actually correct about that. Okay, all right, yes, all right. Like the housing prices, for example, it's a lot. Oh, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. for the young people. Yeah, big right. yikes. Big yikes. So, All right. I, it it yeah, also says, according to the internet, that young yeah. people say sus. And I think we said you know, that we, when we, we were young. Say, we were sus about a lot of number of things. I was oh, there, I'm still a bit sus about there a, few are a lot of <laughs> things which are sus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh dear, Jerry. So we've got big eye yeah. about that, Chief. Uh, and we also have it's a lot, and we have lit. Do the young lit. people say oh, lit? Oh, the lit. They do say that. I think mm. I'm pretty sure they do say that. I think lit means something really good. It means you're pissed off your face, you know, drunk, intoxicated, substance affected. You are lit and up, usually. <gasps> it means that you're you're drunk. Well, or you're jolly, jolly drunk. How can I put that into a conversation? Probably not so easily unless <laughs> you, I'm not even sure you can talk about a client's state of mind. This client was lit. <laughs> it's not quite, it's not exactly clinical judgment there, Jerry. It's, uh, it's more colloquial than that. It's more like, we'll, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, crying. Righto. What, yeah. What else have you got? Uh, th- that's pretty much it. God. I think that's well, enough. That's a lot. Lit. I think lit's the it, most funny one, isn't oh, it? Oh, you're right about that, Chief. <laughs> I yeah. Chief. So, so how would you feel if your supervisee said called you Chief? Crikey. I don't know what I'd uh, think. I I <laughs> I. Rocky. I think it has to be said with irony, and I think I think yes, they could definitely yes. say that with irony. Okay, uh, yeah. So, but this is this is overriding the key issue here. Yes, and do you know yeah. what I think the key issue is? The key issue is mm-hmm. how much do you tell them what they're in for? Oh. In other words, a hundred percent honesty, <laughs> authenticity. Uh, versus warning, this is what it's going to be, sorry, including warning, this is what it's going to be like for you. Uh, This is what's really going on here. Like how much of the conversation is that versus how much of the conversation is merely rapport building? Can you answer that question? I'll let you know what other people have told me. Yeah. Other people have told me people can't hear the warning. Yeah. They can't I, hear the bad they, things. I think they you're can't right. hear the difficult things. You just right. have to build rapport 
and later on down the track feed in feed in how shall we put it the organizational challenges oh mate i think you're probably right i think i and i'm and to be honest i'm not sure oh this is a fine line talk isn't it because i think it's it's important to prepare but it's not imp- it's not good to crush because I mean, young people, bless them. We were we were young people once, Sherry, back in the olden yes. days. Back in the yes. olden days in the old uh, the old homestead, before they had you know running water and electricity. Yes. Yes. Um, and in the olden days, we were also young things, and we had lots of you know dreams and hopes and motivation to to do our little bit and make things better, or or contribute. And I love that about young people. I think that's awesome. I, suppose, I think yes. you're probably right. I think you want to be there, like, as a build the old rapport, do some kind of safety check thing, safety direction. And then I think it's mm. about personal growth. I think after that, it's about you've got, you got to integrate what you're experiencing. So when, when I get students applying to, to be supervised by, by my, my good self, bless them, a lot of them, you know, they're not quite sure what psychologists do. Not really, mm. and they have a, they, some of them have a lot of trouble getting any sort of access to psychological work, even like an allied role, like uh, a, like a case management role, which is an excellent experience for, for a little while. And they sort mm. of want, they, I think they want to leave uni and go straight into the deep end, <laughs> and mm. str- straight into in, interpersonal close therapeutic work um, and that, that can be, there can be a few steps that you need to take before you get to that destination and there's a good reason for it. There's method in the in the delays, even if it doesn't seem like anyone's officially delaying you. <laughs> mm. You know, there's, there's something, there's a sort of readiness that you need to develop. What do so, you think so about that? You th- oh, think, Sherry. you think they have to go through it? I think... I think that there's I think there's a sort of like an unwillingness to hear some of the more uh, there's a necessary unwillingness to hear the more alarming parts of the work because if you it's like it's like it's like having a baby if you knew how hard it was going to be to give birth to that child you just wouldn't do it <laughs> just yes like yeah, you, you that, need to that, not is, know. that is a really good analogy um, because it is very taboo to talk about how hard it is to have a baby. Well, it's it, and then you have the baby, and for most people, you kind of forget the the difficulty of the baby arriving. It's sort of you sort of get, you sort of I don't know if it's a trauma response or what it is, but you kind mm. of block it out. And I think it's mm. sort of the same with becoming a therapist, psycho- psychologist. It's like you you need to believe more in where you're going than being put off by the obstacles to get there and i i don't believe in nurturing naiveness exactly exactly but you can you, do, you just know. say what you just said again you need to yeah. believe in what you're well, doing you need to be- more I think you need to believe, than the yeah. obstacles that that well, was lovely yeah. well if, if you know imagine you're a young person at uni excited about your career you know, you're going to work mm. with families, kids, people who need help, support them, people with mental illness in different ways. 
journey of self-discovery, let's say you're very excited about this, you really want to do the work, you like relationship, you're interested in that dimension of human experience. And there's there's a crusty old lecturer person, academic person who start, who's very cynical and burned out by life and they start hammering on about how horrible it is and how and it's really them sharing their experience. It's quite different from where the young person is. So they're young. It's, it's necessary for them to mm, mm. have an inspiring dream. You know, it's, mm, it's absolutely it's right. Like, so, but at the same, like, but at the same time, if you had a particularly gnarly client, and I, I think there's a sort of um, checking mechanism that prevents this happening a lot. Client leaves, the, the rapport just doesn't develop. Um, then I suppose that would be, but that that'd come under the category of supervision, wouldn't it? Like you'd be dealing with that in supervision, how to handle that, mm. how to handle yourself in that interaction. Mm. What were you thinking of something specific, Jerry? <laughs> I, I, well, always lots of specific things, but okay, I've gone sure. back in my head yeah. to a memory. You know how you do that? Do, do we all do that? You go back yeah. to a memory, and you realize. The memory is actually more negative than you, uh, you, than you thought previously it remembered it, which is yeah. <laughs> seen because does the opposite ever happen? Do you ever go back and think, hey, that, <laughs> that, was, was, that was actually a lot positive. More positive than I remembered yeah. it? Ah, the adaptive function. <laughs> but of negative the negative. <laughs> yeah. Mm, the negative memory was with someone um, I used to work with in my first uh, psychological yeah. job out of uni, and they were very, they were a very conflictual person underneath a veneer of being nice and easygoing. Oh, wow. Um, which is a Good. very strange yeah. combination, but they said yeah. in a kind of bitchy way we were talking about and, and that's the other thing about being early career and, and early yeah. career is what we really mean when we say young people yeah yeah, um, yeah. we're not career. actually going to blue light discos but <laughs> I think but, they do the snapchat now but it's all snapchat get your top off and do a snapchat that's oh. not that's not always a good idea though <laughs> yes when you're early career it's a big deal if somebody's like out of uni a year before you or a year after you whereas by now thank goodness those kinds of uh, differences have washed out and become diluted and become irrelevant uh, but, yes, yeah, so this person had been, like, out of uni a whole year ahead of me. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, they were wow. so experienced. Okay. Oh, God. And we were talking <laughs> oh, <the> about. the gloating. <laughs> I hate the gloating. The gloating's awful. There was gloating. Oh. And we were talking about somebody else coming to a meeting and we were talking about how there would be a lot of political crap at oh, this yeah. meeting. Okay. And she said, sure. oh, it'll, oh, it'll just go over their head. Um, which well, who's I think, head? Who, hang on, uh, hang on. Of, sorry, I'm catching up. Who's head? Who's sorry, head? Of, of the you know third person oh, we were speaking oh, right. about. Oh, oh, oh uh, who was a guest or something? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. So the visit, the visitor to the family barbecue won't mm. notice they're fighting because it'll go over their head. Yeah, is that well, which sort is, of thing. Which is true. That no, that's exactly it. Thank you. Okay. Which is true, but did it need? Did it, does it imply it doesn't it does not imply that that person is stupid um it just God, implies, it implies a hundred things like man it's funny we should talk about this today I'm not sure if this is the direction you want to take it in Jerry but 
I was, I was out to dinner last night with some old colleagues, as it happens. It's a very similar theme. And I was remembering why they're old colleagues. <laughs> I was reminded of why we don't hang out so often. Anyway, the point of that we were talking about culture in Australia. And Ooh. I know, and I think it might relate to your story. And I was trying hard to make the argument that we've got this institutionalised bullying that just everyone normalises now, that's just a normal way of relating to each other and it's crushing to the more sensitive parts of human experience like gentleness and vulnerability and care and things like that. It just gets cre Anyway, so my colleagues were acting this out as I was attempting to have a... <laughs> It was a flawed attempt. I see that now. But anyway, I was trying to be authentic. I was saying, just probably trying to share my journey. So that went over their head. But it sounds like your colleague 100 years ago was sort of normalising that that uh, that bullying way of relating to each other. That it's, it's a form of, I believe it's a form of abuse, but it's kind yeah. of normal. In a, it's normal way of um, relating to it in a social context. But people just not normally put each other down in a really brutal way. Yeah, and this is another word I love, microaggression. Oh, you do uh, love you that You can word. get yes. away with the microaggression. Oh, yeah. um, so but do you that, really want oh, to? Oh, mate, that is so awful because, like, I, oh, geez, I need to remain verbal <laughs> to having emotion happen. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, so you so keep going like, with your story, I think. I'll keep yeah. going with yeah, various keep going. stories. Stories of microaggressions. Okay. No, I'm not oh, trying yeah. to wind you up. No, no. Um, the other thing that happened to me, which was really strange, right, was, yeah. uh, and this happens, right? Not yeah. everybody's sincere. Not everybody's yeah. going to appreciate your sincerity. <laughs> but sure. I had this conversation with a colleague and I was trying to be nice, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not often that this happens. Yeah, so yeah, well done. I, I particularly clearly remember yeah, the where, incidents where I'm trying to be nice. Where's my and stickers? I was being authentic <laughs> yeah, and good. Uh, very, I'm not sure of the words, very uh, welcoming oh, and, nice. uh, and yeah. sincere. Mm-hmm. And uh, this person did not like this. They bitched oh, about me later really? on. Really? Oh, I've got something to say about that. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't always work, does it? That's that's the key. Well, Um, I think if you're somebody, we can only go in there with good intentions. Well, if you like, if in your journey of personal development, recovery, putting yourself together, however you want to describe it, does not include you being okay with your own sincerity. You being mm. honest with yourself, and you mm. and somebody reflects that to you in a, or maybe you can't even be generous with yourself. And I think this is what happens because of our in, ingrained culture of bullying. So I'm going to call it that in Australia. It's not a fact; it's just my opinion, <laughs> and my and also my lived experience. So if you've got that going on, you've actually learned to relate to yourself in part or parts of yourself as if a bully was was hurting you. And if somebody comes along and then provides a sincere mm. um, reflection to you, it can make you feel really uncomfortable because it highlights those parts of your inner world. And you can sort of have a pushback, uh, aggressive response. It's a, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, person, a personality or an ego or a sense of eye construction problem. From the ego, the school of ego psychology, Jerry, you know, remember that? 
do we do we brush uh, over or, that or, or put in a different way yeah the schemas okay. are triggered yeah uh, all right. even though yeah. this is not the yeah. intention well for sure and so yeah so they're uncomfortable but it's not with you, well, do it's, you it's with themselves, their own response to the sincere. They can't be sincere with themselves, which is a, a special kind of hell. Really sad. Oh, yeah. Yes. Terrible. Dreadful. Horrible way to live. But lots of us do in different at different times, in different situations. It's hard to how, – how, are you good at being honest with yourself all the time? I'm trying, but, you know, I, I'm I think I'm getting, sure. I'm getting I feel better. like I'm vaguely <laughs> – in trouble when you ask me that. I sure. so I am feeling a little uncomfortable. So you, you're feeling you can feel that finger. I, can I tell that you? Finger. Yeah, all right. Yeah, go. Yes, Jerry. So where the direction I think this is going in is one yeah. that doesn't hurt us. Does no. conflict with someone of the same profession hurt us? more yeah. so than conflict with someone else. Oh, so if wow. I don't get on with yeah. another clinical psychologist, yes. is that a greater wound than if I have a conflict with, I don't know, who else am I going to have a conflict with, a, an Uber driver, a physiotherapist? Yeah. I, just for the record, I never have well, conflicts with you, Uber drivers. You, um, no, right. No, never, because you get bad ratings then and that would be bad. Then, then the Uber driver doesn't come pick you up. There's a reciprocity <laughs> thing there that doesn't work. Although we did have to have an app to help us learn that, which is saying something. But back to your your tribe. See, you're in the clinical psych tribe, Jerry. So if you have a conflict with a colleague, there's a a feeling somewhere in your psyche of being potentially booted out of the tribe because you've got paperwork and all that. But there's mm. a feeling mm. of the family doesn't love me, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and maybe. just a feeling of that it's a shame we've got so much in common, or that I mean, that's yeah. how I See, perceive I, the I, world, not how everybody else perceives the world. So we've paradoxical so- intervention. I, I, I would, I'd love, and this is not to humiliate or embarrass. I genuinely recommend this. You know, sharing that with your colleague about you, revealing those, those the impact her whatever she did had on you. I feel really hurt by by what you've you've said to me today now i realize you might there's a million things going off in your head and say that's so inappropriate but why is it inappropriate it's true like there's something's happened there's been an impact on you you're trying to get a little closer and you can the better you can be at articulating what you're doing the harder it is for them to wriggle out of what they're doing uh no, see, we're uncomfortable. Edgy, edgy, um, edgy. Right. Perhaps I should tell you what actually happened. Okay. All right, tell me. <laughs> I'm being naive, maybe. Okay, tell First me. First of all, um, where where I knew that they hadn't accepted my authenticity was not only in the original phone call, but at a workshop, I entered a room and heard them. Um, I heard them bitching about me uh, over uh, some kind of electronic link up before oh, the God. days of COVID. So people were less au fait with uh, this. Very disappointing. 
It, it was. And then later I saw them at a, another educational event and oh. I, I went hardcore microaggression. Did you? <laughs> See, I'd be quietly thrilled about the advertising, but, um, but yeah, good. No, that's a joke. I'm sorry that no, it's very awkward when yeah. you've got colleagues doing that. Okay, yeah, right. what did you do? Yeah. Tell me about the microaggression. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> I just, I mean, we're enjoying this. Look at the salacious look on our face. We're salivating. We can't, we can't wait to hear about the microaggression. <laughs> oh. Look, I'm not going to teach everybody oh, how to do no, a microaggression. No, you either know it a, or you don't. No, but I want to hear about it. I, I, I love the story. Okay, so the microaggression, yes. um, the microaggression, it was pretty blatant. It was oh. when they came up to me in a crowded setting and said hello. Mm-hmm. I, I feel ashamed saying this back. Oh. I said hello in a very cold tone of voice. Oh. We can really reenact the cold tone of a cold tone of voice and I did not make eye contact Jerry wow right that's right not making eye contact no they were deprived Um, they were deprived they were deprived of the loving gaze oh yeah Okay, no, but, no, I'm, ha- I'm but having it. said that, like you're you're finding this funny. No, I'm but sorry, I, the, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm the the message got across. Let's just say oh, and that. Then what, and then what? See, but then what happened? So we've had the so the conversations become sort of pre-verbal, and then what happened? They, this was encoded correctly because they uh, drifted away very quickly. It it was clear. My feelings were clear. So, right, big boundary was set, righto. Did Mm. they become enlightened, do do we think? Did they know? Did they learn anything? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, it's very disappointing, isn't it? So boring. Um, is is there a see? Yes. I want, if if I see being the sort of practitioner, I would I'd want to go and go now. I'd want to have a discussion about who Jerry is in you and why. What is the background dreaming of Jerry, and why why are you spending so much time talking about her? Haven't do you have difficulty connecting to your own inner world? And perhaps Jerry's more connected to hers, and maybe that's why you have to talk about her a lot. Yeah, you're right. I because, because it's interesting. Because what where the connection is or where the practicality is yeah. is how can I be authentic to yeah. the young person, to the okay. early career okay. person? Right. Bring it back. How can okay. I make sure that that relationship gets off on a good footing and not a bad footing? And we're two psychologists. I mean, surely we know how to get a relationship off on a good footing. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> and yes, this. I feel, I feel that this. <laughs> I know it's look, Jerry. The universe of relationship, my God. So if you have a relationship between you and a colleague, or you and a student, it's not just the two of you. It's also all their family, the board their employers, their clients. There's a, there's like a whole, a whole cast in the room. It's not just you and one other person. It's a very yes. complicated relationship to negotiate. But you make a good point. You probably need a sense of what are we doing, how are we going to do it. 
What are we not yes. doing? Yes, um, yes, but then you, your point is valid as well, that sometimes relationships are set up to be a certain way. Yeah. Um, or stuffed think, up yeah, or by stuffed other up. people oh. or whatever, yeah. Look, I find uh, and we two, have this, to transcend that. There's really, in my experience, there's only really two kinds of students. There's the ones who you don't need to give them much direction at all. They just get on with it. And there are ones who don't seem to be mm. able to find their way out of a paper bag. And it, I think if they're wired like that, it's, it's probably a reflection of conscientiousness on their part and maybe even ability. And they're probably never going to be not like that. So the conscientious students I've worked with, they just, they're really goal-directed and they just want to get on with it and get through it. They're not that interested in... Yes. I mean, maybe I'm a little bit too black and white about it, but they they tend to be cautious about getting too close to you. And I think that's probably valid because mm. it, it, when you're a supervisor, they don't know how much power, you know, you, you, they perceive that you've got the power of life and death over them. And under the old supervision model, you kind of did. Or, you know, or you could make it very difficult for them if you weren't onto it. Mm. So there's a legitimate mm. fear there. But this relates to hierarchies and how our social world is organised according to hierarchies that restrict their expression of aspects of your life, parts of your personality. I'm really intrigued by your colleagues talking about you, though. I so want to go and have a meeting with them and say, so who is Jerry in you? Like, let's have a look at the inner Jerry because there's an inner Jerry in all of us. And how do you relate? That? I just, I just want to go back to that. Like, you know, I, do, I, I think that the problem is opposite. There's, oh, there's not enough inner Jerry in everyone. Like that well, they, they just, it's not expressed, Jerry. It's out there as a potential right at the moment. That's why they're so fascinated. They can't stop talking about you. See, I, ta- just, see, I take it as a sort of weird kind of compliment. I know it doesn't feel like that mm. when you're at a co- at a meeting or whatever, and everyone's talking about you. But I mean, how look how how boring do you, look? I, I think you're great, but how boring <laughs> do you have to be to be banging on about you all the time? Like, what the heck? Like, what's going on? Don't they have a life? Like, obviously, they think you've got one, and they need to talk about yours. <laughs> <laughs> we can o- we can only hope that. It's the case. Well, yes. no, it is. It's, it's, it is the case. <laughs> like, like it's, they're, they're borrowing you to connect to that part of themselves, which is not is underdeveloped. Oh, that's a deep and meaningful one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, well. Yeah. So, so, so what I, wanna, what I yeah, really want to the, do is I yeah. want to move forward. Okay. I want to, you want to move forward, righto. I want to move forward. I want to have authentic uh-huh. relationships with colleagues. Yep. Oh, yes. That'd be that, nice, wouldn't it? That's what I want. I don't know how Ooh. to get that. Um. Oh, bless you. Well, we, I think we all want that, don't we? But, it, but, but not the, many colleagues come up. When you're in well, private practice, or even yeah. it's fine. I think it's it's got. I think it's got to do with how much the, there's a trust element in there somewhere. But it's not just trusting you or the psychologist or them. It's like you got to trust yourself. You got to trust that you know yourself to a certain degree. And I think the truth is, lots of psychologists are doing the work because they're trying to resolve something, something from the past, something about the, their experience in community. Mm. And, and that just means that people can be at different levels of healing that, you know. 
And if you if you're not very healed and you you're confronted with somebody who is bit more well put together, more congruent, it's going to trigger things in you. It's going to trigger emotions, and and you might think that person's causing that, but it's really just the your experience. There's something going on for you to have a look at there because it's never the other person's fault. It never is. Mm. It's it's always mm. something that you need to learn about yourself mm. and um. It's hard. I think this points to the the collective wounds we're all living with in, not in it. Oh, God, where do we want to start with Australia, Jerry? We get up to this edge and we all get scared. We were talking about this last night at my colleague dinner. God, I was bored. So bored. So, oh, it's wrong, was, isn't it? Was it a good, was it, what was boring? I, I really oh, want to get into was, this oh, because what, oh, what was. Everyone was showing off. Like it was just like, and, and, oh. but this is a fantastic <laughs> topic. Sometimes I, just, I could oh. talk to myself about this for hours. I have a little chat to myself <laughs> about what makes a person boring, what makes a person oh, interesting. So I. So, so over to you. Why, why were you so bored? Where did the well, boredom come from? Okay, so you know everybody organises themselves into some sort of a pecking order. I, I, I kind of have issues with pecking orders usually because I find them over time they're too restrictive, and they, and I'm, I probably value creative experience a lot higher than order. Maybe in any case, so somebody's got a big practice. You know, great, well done. And seriously, well done. That's not nothing, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily diminish, say, someone else. So we've all been practising for the same amount of time, right? And one of us has um, created a very, a, quite a large practice. And and this person, <laughs> I love it when, like I've been doing this almost 30 years, Jerry, same as you. I love it when a colleague tries to school me on the basics of therapy, just can't stand it. Like, so there's an ego thing going on. There's everyone's got their penis out and we're measuring it and we're like, okay, mine's a little bit bigger than yours. And that's what's going on. That's what we're doing instead of intimacy, instead of having an interesting conversation or connecting to the diversity of the universe that we each inhabit. Mm, No, mm. what we're doing is we're comparing, we're trying to show off how, and the reason she was doing that is I'm probably a better therapist. (laughs) Let's just, let's own that. And that's just I kind of you know this it is what it is I've I've tried to become that I, w- I wanted to be that it took a long you time just- it took a long <laughs> time so I'm not there trying to I'm not interested in comparing my willy to yours but you know at the same time you know this particular person has created an enormous practice and so, so a, you're secure in the length of your willy my willy is very comfortable in my body. <laughs> I'm happy with the willy I've got. I'm not worried about the willy. I'm not troubled by the fact that I'm not a multimillionaire. It's not bothering me at all. I feel I can sleep at night. I think I'm doing good work. I'm ha- I'm doing my dream, you know. That, anyway, that's a really satisfied willy. That's a quite happy, happy, yes. Anyway, but see, she, but see, when you're with colleagues, this is what happens. You know, everyone's like, she's doing better than I am. Is her willy bigger than mine? I don't know. Let's have a. F- and then there's this microaggression that starts to come Ooh. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, and oh man, and the sugary, syrupy language this woman used to school me on therapy. I was, and what happens for me is I just get bored. I'm like, oh God, we were having an interesting conversation about how um, we have a culture of Australia in Australia where there's lots of bullying and everyone just accepts it because it's, it's probably a legacy of all the massacres that have happened in this country 
anyway, we'll just move on a little bit. We're going to come back to it. Don't don't worry about that. Anyway, so that was the hypothesis I was putting forward. So it's like, it's like gentle, calm, soothing after dinner conversation. Anyway, so the reaction to this rather difficult gnarly, which I think is our job, team, psychologists, what are we doing if we're not trying to facilitate the healing of the nation? What the hell are we doing? Anyway, so she, but her, her, okay, so but that's not the reaction I got. It was like, you know, I'd already, I'd already stroked a Pete Willie, and I'd said, what a great, you know, what a, this, I said, oh, it's a lovely Willie, and geez, what <laughs> a number of practice locations you've got. That's really great. But it's, it's good work, but it's not therapeutic work. It's business administration, and we honour the business community. We need you guys to do the jobs you do. It's tough work. It's different work. And without you, we couldn't build anything. So you're playing an awesome role at the same time. It's not therapeutic work. It's a different skill. It's like it's like talking to someone who's a really good musician as opposed to the producer of the music. This is how I think of it anyway. But that's not the conversation we were having. Everyone just totally, like, was stunned with my hypothesis about the bullying and the massacres and where there's a leak there. We need to talk about it and we're not talking about it. And we just went back to she's. <laughs> She started to, t- oh, I'm sorry, I can't even recount the story. I'm so upset about it. She started to tell me about how to handle this issue in in therapy and I went, oh, God. <laughs> just went, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we can't, you, you know, I obviously need to be learned these things. I just got bored because there's an edge there. There's an edge to the horror probably and the, the the confronting your own personal limitations in the face of something so powerful but honestly we were always going to come across this as psychology yes. in the journey we were always going to come across this certainly in australia you know what are we doing if mm. we don't anyway do you know where else the edge is the edge yeah. is that there is any other filter there is any other facet through which to view the human experience other than psychology um and i would argue of course i would that you know clinical psychology is the most important one but what about history what about fiction what about Mm. anthropology what about sociology uh what about I, well, well, they're all stories. Know, like public they're, health. They're, yeah, they're big stories. And what, one of the things I, points I was making last night is that it's, I know this is the deep end and we probably are going to run out of time, but there's a phenomenon called like white person guilt. Now, I don't know exactly how to describe this, but it does show up in the, especially in Australia, when you get right down to the bottom of somebody's story. If you happen to be white, and there's, there are people walking around our community who've got Indigenous heritage woven into their ancestry, but they've also got a white white family story as well. So there's this conflict mm. going on inside your family tree, and I was I was raising this up, and it can be an obstacle to to recovery at a very deep level. It's not a conscious level. It's like there's a feeling of like I shouldn't be here, or I'm I'm benefiting from this, but I. Um, the cost of my benefit was that others suffered, and when it's it's a it's very unconscious. Mm. It's not something that you can easily point. It's like shame. It's, it's sort of it is a source of shame, really. And I was bringing this up, which I thought was fucking more in- interesting than <laughs> comparing willy lengths. But anyway, I said I I believe that the antidote to this is a lot of a lot of storytelling. So those 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 paradigms they're essentially stories. Like 
you know, it's like, who are you as a story? Like, what what, what is the story of your people coming to Australia? Yes. And we, and and because they they are important stories, and they're part of the they're part of what makes you who you are. And and being able to, and helps you articulate who you are. Like, you are a story woven in a story of your ancestors, and they're in a story of a country and the, you know, and, and the story of people. It's just it's the one way to understand who you are. Anyway, I, I, I just we all like stories. Like if you, someone starts a good story, you just will find yourself listening. There's something neurological going on. <laughs> you just recognise the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm. Anyway, Jerry, that's what was going on last night. Uh, the key question here is: Did anybody talk about their renovations? Look, we went close, and I think I had to leave before we got into the renovation conversation. Oh, I, I, I just, it, but it shows just how hard it is for for people to connect without that hierarchy. Like, you know, the hierarchy shows how it is really hard. And it's like the dinner. Sorry, I don't wish this on you, (laughs) Immy, you poor creature. It's like the dinner needed to be longer. Because you have to kind of go through the willy measuring, the discussion of renovations. And gradually warm up. You're going to talk about the kids, yeah. Yeah, gradually (laughs) warm up to anything authentic or at a deeper level, or or what we or what we would perceive as anything more interesting. Gotta gotta warm up. Gotta warm up your dinner. I well, I was struck by what was going on because I thought maybe I have moved so far away from the normalized wounds that we call mainstream culture. That I I don't. It was almost like they were speaking a different language, and I was like, "Oh man, I can't even remember how to talk this language." Because you have yes. to squash yourself a lot. You got to really diminish yourself into something very uncomfortable. Can't wear Uniqlo and feel comfortable, Jerry. Oh, I know that's it's very maybe sad. what Uniqlo represents to me. I, th- I think it does. I was thinking about you and Uniqlo. It, it also represents time. excitement. I, I was pretty yeah, excited when you I went to excited. the original Ginza Uniqlo in Tokyo. Eight floors of Uniqlo. Oh, that was a big the day. Mothership. Wasn't it? Oh, there's been more than one day there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> See, you, yeah, I, I just. I know what it means. It's like you felt like home, didn't it? You feel like you feel at home in the Uniqlo. Well, that's what you want. You want to. I felt it. I felt at home in my little world. And I went out into town. I went into town. Oh my god, I went into town. And it's a, that's a battle all by itself. It's like even though it was a straight line, <laughs> it's still a battle. Was it find anyone? A park. Was anyone with you? Was anyone with you oh, and wanting to no. talk about deeper issues? Oh. No, they were, they, they were, they just, what I found truthfully is that people could not articulate the conversation. They could feel it. They were absolutely aware of it. And I think, I think a lot of us in Australia are aware of this feeling in the background of just, it's, it's unfinished business. It's just, mm. and there's a lot of really good mm. intentions, you know, but I think it, you've got to sort of build yourself up to be able to have that, convert, to speak the right words, to make sense of what's happened. Because it's not just one person or one incident. I mean, you know, there are place names in Australia, especially in the <laughs> secret city we originally come from nearby. There's, there's lots of scary place names like Slaughter Falls. And you, when you're a child, mm. you'll be taught this name and, oh, you're going to Slaughter Falls. But it's called Slaughter Falls for a reason. 
Yes. Not and not yeah. a good reason. Yes. Anyway, we we're into it, aren't we? This is the flow over from last night's conversation. And your microaggression interest, Jerry. What so let's do some closing Whoa. thoughts on the microaggression. I'm just trying to sum up now. Trying to do the sum up. So what how what's the take home we can give Jerry for the microaggression moment? Sometimes microaggressions are needed. <laughs> Sorry, that's, you know, okay, that's okay, maybe okay, don't yeah. do this at home, kids. Yeah, no, no, no. I, when, I'm, when there's a, ch- okay, how about this? If, if someone pusters your authenticity, go microaggression. If we were going to use a keto, Jerry, what we would do is we would not, we would go get closer to the adversary, not get further away. So you get right up in their face and say, and connect to them and go, how are you today? Are you all right? And then hold the fucking thing. <laughs> and then you're using aggression, but you're using compassion as well. Like, are you but okay? It's Australia. Then you have to ask them how you, their renovations are going. Now, <laughs> <laughs> how they're retaining. Is the retaining wall built? Yeah. Oh, and and see, that's why. And that's why it's so hard with early career. Oh yeah. You fair. know, oh, psychologists. Well. You don't want to make them feel bad no, for not having I, any renovations. You know. <laughs> They've got to walk through the trenches a little bit themselves, though. Like this, I mean, we didn't design the culture. Unfortunately, we need more than just you and I having a chat to sort it out. Although it's a very good start, I'd just like to encourage us. <laughs> anyway, so Emmy, closing thoughts. What have yes. we got? Yes. Well, it's been lit. It's been. Uh, <laughs> I don't. But not in a substance use sense, though. In the okay. easy- <laughs> big yikes. <laughs> big yikes. All right. Until next time. <laughs> big yikes. I'm going to go in there off. with authenticity yeah, and key Jerry, phrases. Get and yeah. Be, yeah. Connect and share the vulnerability. Yeah. That's a really good idea. I hope the randos don't find me sus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a bit weird. Oh, well, no, it's, it's a given, and that's not a bad thing. All right, hot pants. It's a given, and our conversation was wonderful. It was authentic. It did touch on serious themes, and there is no more serious theme than how people are enjoying their Uniqlo. (laughs) Uh, That's so going into the description for our instalment. Okay, all right, see you, Jerry. See you next time. Bye. Bye. May all your thermals be budgeted. (laughs) Bye. Bye, bye. Oh.